Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. Today, we are going to talk about some lyric writing tools. Well, actually, we're going to talk about one lyric writing tool. Uh, because I actually recorded a whole podcast with all of these different lyric writing tools, and it was like 40 minutes. And I also was working on the blog post for this, and it was getting very, very large. So I said, wait a second. You know what I should do is spend more time on each individual part which will cut down the podcast to be a more reasonable length, which is what we normally want to go for, which is around 15 minutes. And uh, also, I can do more justice to each one within uh, their blog post. So with that, we are actually going to have a week of lyric writing tools this week. Um, So there'll be one each day. Starting with Monday, I haven't decided whether there will be six or seven yet, so it may go go to Saturday or perhaps Sunday. Um, but there will be at least six. So this week, expect there to be six podcasts that come out and six blog posts if all things go well. So be sure to look for that. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss it. Um, And this is also sort of my answer for realizing a couple weeks back that I hadn't done that much on lyrics considering my torrid love affair with uh, good lyrics. So, with that, let's dive right in. So, when I say lyric writing tools, I'm talking about concepts and things that you can take into consideration when writing lyrics. Little little tools to just bring the level of your lyric up a little bit to add an element of surprise or a twist or something to make it stand out. So we're not talking about, you know, tools like, you know, Microsoft Word, not that kind of tool. And I think that's a good other discussion, you know, different uh, tools to use such as uh, rhymefinder.com, which is pretty great for finding rhymes and stuff like that, but that's not what we're talking about here. So what we are talking about today is the big reveal. Now, for each of these, I'm probably going to use a movie comparison or several movie comparisons to sort of give you like a different perspective on it and then bring it to songwriting. So... An example of a big reveal in a movie would be the end of the original Planet of the Apes film. So the character spends the whole time, if you haven't seen it, the whole the main character spends the whole, entire film trying to figure out how to get back to Earth. Like his main driving force is, all right, how do I get back to Earth? But at the end of the movie, he sees the half-buried remains of the Statue of Liberty to find out that he's been at home on Earth this whole time. This whole time he's trying to get home, and that's where he is. This, this, this horrible way that the planet is now is, is his planet. 
It's not another planet. It's not a nightmarish planet that he can come back from. It's Earth. And that's one of the more well-known sort of big reveals at the end of a movie that we have in music, in music, in movie history. Um, you know, other examples, obviously, is the I Am Your Father from Empire Strikes Back, which is not really at the end of the film. It's, it's very close to the end of the film, for sure, but it's not... I mean, I believe it's literally the closing scene in Planet of the Apes. Uh, so the equivalent of your very last lyric, I guess. Um, whereas Empire Strikes Back, it's, it's pretty close to the end. So in that case, right, it's a shocking revelation that changes everything. So the movie was like, oh, wow, this is a really good movie. Until you get to that point, and then it would have blown everyone's collective minds. Right, because now there's so much to talk about. Like, well, why did Obi Wan lie? Did he lie? And why did he tell Luke that? Is it true? Is he really his father? You know, like I can only imagine all, all the sort of discussion points that came out after Episode Five. And it also makes the character of Vader that much more interesting because it's the first time that we sort of start to see him a little more humanized instead of just like that guy in scary black armor that's trying to kill everybody. Um, which, as cool as that might be, it's not super compelling. Uh, so episode five, and especially with the I Am Your Father reveal, is where he truly becomes more compelling. So we can use the same tool in our songwriting. So we can utilize a big reveal in a very similar way where it helps the end of the song really stick out and be memorable or change everything and make it just people like, wait, now I need to listen again. Like what, how, what just happened? Um, and it's a good way to, instead of a third or fourth repetition of the chorus where, you know, your chorus should be good enough that you can sing it three or four times and people not get sick of it. An ideal chorus is one where during the verses, they're like, oh, these verses are so good, and yet I just wanted to get back to that chorus. If you, if you can reveal one last piece of information in that last chorus, change it up a little bit. Um, it's, it's just going to be all the better for it. So an example of this would be the song Everything You Want by Vertical Horizon. It's my absolute favorite band. Uh, I'm sure you've heard the song, and if you think you haven't heard the song, go look it up, Everything You Want by Vertical Horizon, and you, once you hear the chorus, will be like, oh, yeah, this song. Uh, well, depending on how old you are. If you're at least, I don't know, my age, 26 or more, that's probably how you'll feel. But the song utilizes pretty symbolic verses where he's mostly talking about the female's life and choices and some of the, the turns and decisions that she made along the way. and But the chorus is much more straightforward. And the chorus just goes, he's everything you want, he's everything you need, he's everything inside of you that you wish you could be. He says all the right things at exactly the right time, but he means nothing to you, and you don't know why. So, basically, this guy is stuck in the friend zone. And so the whole song, up until the final chorus, is... The verses being you, as if telling the story of this woman's life in the verses. And then saying he 
So pointing outwardly again is everything you want. He's everything you need. All, all this searching you're doing, all this looking you're doing, it's him. But then in the final chorus, it changes. And even the melody changes slightly. It's a slightly, it's an alternate chorus melody sort of. Um, and it says, I am everything you want. I am everything you need. I am everything inside of you that you wish you could be. I say all the right things at exactly the right time. But I mean nothing to you, and I don't know why. And that just brings the song home. So even if you knew before that he's talking about himself, even in the way he sings, I, like the, the I really sticks out. Um, has that extra sting to it of finally revealing, look, it's me. It's me that you're looking for. You, you're looking for all these things. You're looking for all these answers. And that has been me this whole time. I finally just have to tell you, right? Like before I was saying he and you know all that stuff. Now I'm, I'm just, I, I, I need to reveal it's me. It's me. I, I'm all of those things. Uh, so sort of the, the ultimate friend zone anthem, really. Um, so, and, and so it's at that point in the song where anyone who's ever been interested in somebody who didn't quite feel the same way are, are, are just going to feel that extra tinge of, of being able to relate to that pain with that final reveal. So another thing you can do is sometimes, sometimes a very specific wording can help you get the most effect in that final bigger reveal. So we're going to look at an example of this with a, um, a song by Roy Orbison called Running Scared. So the song's very short, so I'm actually going to read the whole song because it's like seven lines total. So it starts like this. Just running scared each place we go, so afraid that he might show. Just running scared, what would I do if he came back and wanted you? Just running scared, feeling low. Yeah, running scared, you loved him so. Just running scared, afraid to lose. If he came back, which one would you choose? So basically, he's running scared with his lover, trying to get away from someone she used to love. And why? Uh, because he's scared that she wouldn't choose him. She might choose the other man who she loved. So this, So, so far, right, it's setting up that th this idea that the singer, the writer, is has some reason, we assume, to fear that should this other person, an ex or whatever he is, become available again, if he was interested again, if he was there again, would she go back to him? Because she loved him. Because it says, just running scared, feeling low. Yeah, running scared, you loved him so. So we know that she loved this other guy before. Now we don't know the story, right? Was it a, a like, a, a, I'm trying to think of the right word. Was it a love triangle? Or, or was it something that it's a pure X? Or it, we don't know all that part. But it's a man she used to love. And first of all here, s side tangent, shouldn't everybody want to be somebody's first choice? Like, 
I'm not I'm not huge on anybody as a human deserving anything. Like I think especially in our current world we all think, well, I deserve a man who blah blah blah. Or I deserve a woman who blah blah blah. Like you don't. You really don't. Like and neither do I. You know, like this idea that we deserve stuff is is usually a dangerous road. But if there's one thing I do think everybody deserves is it's to be with somebody who they were their first choice. Now when I say that, I don't mean like if they've ever dated somebody before, they're out because they did. No. I'm saying when they chose you, it wasn't like, a, well, this other person didn't work out, so uh, I'll try this. Like, you should never feel like if somebody else became available to them again, they would go back to them. Everybody deserves better than that. So don't don't fall into that trap. And, and, and don't be that person like... It's so weird to me when a bunch of guys, I know this is a tangent now, but when a bunch of guys, like, sort of fight over this one girl, like, if she can't make up her mind, or doesn't want to make up her mind, even worse, and wants to play you all, like, why would you, what, why? Don't play that game. Don't play that game. So anyway, so the lyric afterwards goes like this, um... Then, all at once, he was standing there, so sure of himself, his head in the air. My heart was breaking. Which one would it be? Then you turned around and walked away. I left two words out, though. The last two words I left out. But at this point, you're thinking, oh man, the inevitable has come to fruition. He came back. The singer's heart was breaking. Which one would it be? And then you turned around and walked away. And if I told you there's two more words, you probably think, well, then you turned around and walked away from me, right? That's probably what you're thinking. And that's, that's, or would be thinking if it wasn't for the subject that we're talking about. And that's exactly what I would be thinking. Like, ugh, it's inevitable at this point. But the twist is that the last line is, then you turned around and walked away with me. But the whole song was setting up the alternate ending, the dark ending. And then it's not that ending with the final two words of the song. So that's really saving the twist all the way for the end. So that slight wording choice, right? Because then you turned around and walked away. If you just even cut out the with me, then you turned around and walked away like that. That's the dark ending still like he put so much care into making this wording lead you to this, this feeling that heartbreak with him of like, Oh no. With a pleasant surprise at the end with the last two words and really just the second to last word. Cause it's just a shift of one word. Then you turned around and walked away with me instead of from me. So, I hope this was helpful to you. Sometimes a big reveal that, you know, whether it be in movies or in a song can really help make your lyric that much more interesting and really give it that value of somebody to be like, wait, what? Like, gotta listen to it again. Now, you gotta be careful to not make it hacky, right? Where, like, the reveal is like, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. That's, that's stupid. Um, so you can't play that game either, but utilizing a big reveal well 
can be a really powerful tool to make your lyric that much better. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on 10 proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.